0: Hello and welcome to episode number 96 of the Lions Podcast. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by Brett Colson, where we go over all the big news, all the big stories, all of the things that are going on in this gambling world. And guys, we are very, very well aware of what is going on uh, across the world right now. And you are not going to get any sort of opinions from us on what you should be doing and how to go about life or anything like that. That is For you to decide, go to the CDC, go to John Hopkins, go to these websites, and if you want the latest information, those are the places to get it, not from two chumps like me and Brett, but we are definitely aware of everything that's going on, and we hope you and yours are safe out there. Um, Thanks for listening. If you want to, you know, kind of escape from everything that's going on out there, we do appreciate this. Uh, Not much going on in the sports world, but we do have a little bit to talk about with the NFL kind of going along with things here, different things that you're going to bet, be able to bet on and some interesting ways that these sports books are going about allowing you to bet because they are now booking some things that they had not booked before. So we will touch on those with you here at the lines, us on Twitter at play us on Twitter, and then Apple Spotify, Stitcher and Google Brett, you and I, uh, you know, have, we came from we came from poker. We worked in poker. Then Black Friday came around. You stayed in poker a little bit longer than I did. I got out of there when Black Friday came around. So I've dealt with an industry that I worked in basically coming to a screeching halt. We were, both have worked in DFS. I was over in DFS and then DFS kind of, you know, plateaued and stuff. Kind of moved on for me from DFS into sports betting and it was a thing where we were kind of talking here you know about a year ago six months ago where we were saying man we've worked in these other couple of industries and this seems like something that at least for the the at least for the the long term as far as you and I are concerned in the age that we are you know in our lives right now at least for the long term this probably is going to be something we could do quote unquote for the rest of our lives and uh, here we are sitting on March the 18th of 2020 And we're looking at this going, man, did not see anything like this ever being something that could possibly happen in our lifetimes. And we are sitting with uh, no sports going on for the first time, really, in my lifetime, your lifetime and a lot of people's lifetimes. And it's a pretty, pretty interesting time in in, in the United States right now.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. We got a taste of sports betting, like legal sports betting. And now it's been almost ripped away from us. It's it's. It's crazy. You know what's surprising, though, for me, and I, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't feel this way, but I don't miss sports as much as I thought I would. Like, it really hit me last week when when we found out that we wouldn't have March Madness and the PGA Tour would be on hiatus and then baseball got pushed back. But now it's been a week without major, major sports. It's kind of refreshing to know that I can live on without it, if you know what I <laughs> mean. Like, I'm not glued to my phone checking scores all night. I can actually watch a movie or a TV show without pausing it because I want to check an NHL score. Like this isn't the end of the world and there are are far more important things to focus on. So that's kind of the, the perspective I have right now. Like sports will be back. And when they do come back, the hope is that people are in a position physically, mentally, financially to get back to their usual routines. And for a lot of us, that is betting on sports. So, you know, you and I and a lot of us who work in the industry, we're going to continue doing our work, you know, keeping people up to date on any news and its impact on the betting industry while preparing for all the big sports events that might possibly collide in the fall. That's the hope anyway, is that we get everything back here, you know, August, September, maybe October.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is really what this has come down to. As you mentioned, the NCAA tournament was canceled. The NBA season is on pause. The NHL season is on pause. Major League Baseball has postponed opening day, which we knew was going to be coming as well. PGA Tour has canceled several events, the major events that were listed on the calendar as of right now are just listed as postponed, but they have given themselves the the uh ability to cancel those as well. The Kentucky Derby that doesn't take place until May if you were wondering uh out there um you know it has been rescheduled Um, it has been pushed back into the fall as well I mean the this is we are talking you know Brett there's a lot of states that are on you know 30 day kind of like lockdown type situations and whatnot but we're looking at the sports landscape and even at the end of the 30 days of getting back to normalcy of just living your everyday life that doesn't mean we're going to just jump right back into normalcy when it comes to as you mentioned you know what we've grown accustomed to with having sports on television, having sports to bet on, having different things to uh, take our minds off of these things, because a bunch of these sports, I mean, we, if you listen to Adam Silver, he was saying he was figuring the earliest that the NBA could come back around would be the middle of June.
1: Yeah, and we, we spoke with somebody at the NBA this week and they said they did they couldn't speculate on when they'd be back. They have no idea, and they're you know they're looking at all kinds of different things as to how to approach the league when they do come back. As far as the you know, shortened season or you jump right into the playoffs, it's it's going to be super interesting uh, to see how these leagues handle it. Uh, but the top priority right now, of course, is is going to be safety for players and spectators. you have already seen several players uh, come down with coronavirus, which is just I mean that's just it's humbling when you see these you know these professional athletes come down with this who, I mean, these guys are in tip top shape. I mean, that, that's when you really start to like pay attention to what this really is. And you know, it's, it's uh man, it's, I'm speechless. Like I, it's, it's, it's crazy that this is happening.
0: So let's, um, you know, whenever we take a, a look at this as well, the XFL season has been canceled. If you are a sports better and you're wondering what's going on, most likely if you have been, Betting via app, via mobile, and again, where, where that's available in places, we cannot recommend that enough. Definitely take advantage of betting on mobile. If you are betting on mobile, most likely all of your bets that you have placed from a future standpoint have all been refunded into your account. Most bets have been canceled, even if the future did not take place yet. A lot of the MLB futures, because we don't know how many games are going to be played. We don't know when the season is going to start. We don't know the landscape of these teams. When the season does start, uh, uh, much of the Major League Baseball futures have been canceled and returned to people as well. So if you're holding a physical ticket for some sort of future, when the casinos do open back up, uh, most likely those tickets are going to be refunded to you when you go back in, because most of the books have taken the stance that you know, things have changed so incredibly much that those bets are no longer action. So, Brett, you know, if you're holding uh, if you're holding a ticket, though, for, you know, the NBA or the NHL, those have not been settled yet. Those are actually still live. Most of the books will be holding those right now until they get further clarity of where the NBA and the NHL are going to settle up. If you had a If you had some sort of futures for way out for golf for an event that hasn't been canceled or postponed or moved yet, that is still live action. But again, if it's an event that's been, you know, either canceled or postponed or the season hasn't started or the event hasn't started yet, the majority of the time. And again, check with your sports book, but everybody, most of the people we've talked to, Brett, are refunding all of those bets
1: yeah i'm sitting here with like 20 futures that i need to get refunded for march madness (laughs) i can't because uh casinos in new york have closed So i've got to wait until after they reopen to get my money for those but yeah i we you know we've speak we've spoken with several books who i mean this is just unprecedented they a lot of those situations they just they weren't prepared for and didn't know what they were going to do as far as whether they're going to keep the tickets open or refund um I, I still think they, you know, most don't know what they're going to do with the NBA or NHL. It's going to depend on what the leagues decide. Um, a lot of win totals are up in the air. That's that's a tricky one for the NBA and NHL right now. If they do shorten the season, how do books pay out? How do they grade? It's I uh, I don't think they know how they're going to do that yet. And then the one uh, I, I've got MLB futures here like home runs, um, home run leader, that kind of home run leader will probably remain open. But home run totals, I would imagine, will be refunded because we don't know if they will play out a full season, right. and that will impact uh, those. And then um, something like, well, yeah, MLB win totals also should be uh, refunded as well. So uh, the books are dealing with a lot right now because I mean we're we're seeing, especially the the, the books like points bet who have more. Uh, markets than most are, de- are dealing with a lot of grading that they wouldn't normally at this time.
0: As far as the uh, win totals go, typically books will say 82 games must be played. And if that's not the case, then those will likely be refunded as well. Again, just check the uh, just check with your book. But most books, you need to play a full season for the win totals to be valid. And if that's not the case, then those bets will be refunded as for well. A team,
1: for a team like Memphis, though, that's already hit it. Those will have been paid. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Those. Yeah. Those those get those will get uh, settled up. But uh, pretty interesting to see how this all uh, is going to go about here. I mean, you mentioned we mentioned the Kentucky Derby has been postponed, but there are horse races that are still going on across the, the world here, Brett. And this is something, you know, as people. Uh, We're not going to advocate that you go out and bet just for the sake of betting. However, there are people out there that are looking for different things that they can still bet on. And, you know, that's what this podcast is all about. And so we want to let you know, at least if you do, if you are interested in horse racing, horse racing is is still available out there. There is weird, uh, you know, Russian league basketball that you can bet on. There's Australian rules, football and rugby that you can bet on as well. There's, uh, you know, other types of soccer that is happening out there that you can bet on. But as far as the traditional things that you and I are going to talk about the most and certainly the things that you're going to find content on over at the lines, I mean, starting as early as tomorrow, I'm going to be shooting a ton of videos around the NFL draft. And even though they have come out and said that the fan activities for the NFL draft are no longer going to happen in Las Vegas, the draft itself it's pretty much a TV event anyway, Brett. You know, I mean, like, listen, I get it. People like to get together and they hoop and holler and whatever, but it's not really a fan attraction. So I don't think it's going to take away that much from the NFL draft that there won't be, you know, a gigantic crowd of of fans doing their thing there. I mean, you know, to me, it's more the television event of. Hey, who's picking who? Where are these trades coming down? Oh my God, what a shocker that is. Oh my God, what a donkey pick this team just made yada, yada yada. So uh, for me, fans not being in attendance, I think it's a lot less weird than, you know a regular season uh, game in an actual league being played without fans in the arena.
1: Oh yeah, the NFL draft is following on ESPN and on Twitter, social media and that, that kind of engagement is what the NFL draft is all about. So I think that is really the next big event that we're looking forward to. And that's still a month away. What are we
0: going to do for a month, man? See, you're saying you were saying you're fine and it's only been a week. I'm going to talk to you in another week and then we're going to see where you're at in, <laughs> exactly. in, in another week. You're like, yeah, it's only been a week. Uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. We'll see where you're at another week. I'll tell you what I do. I sit here and I'm going to end up sending myself into the poorhouse because I just shop online all day long. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just sitting here buying things for the sake of buying things. I now have two Wine fridge, wine fridges. Why do I have two wine fridges, Brett? Like I already had one wine refrigerator and now I have a second wine refrigerator. I don't know why I needed to to buy a second wine refrigerator, but I was bored and I bought one, you know?
1: But at least that's something tangible. Tell me you're not at least you're not blasting off on Turkish soccer.
0: No, 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 no. I actually was going to go. I mean, this was before they the governor here in Nevada. Decided, you know, he was going to shut down all the casinos last night, but I was actually going to go at some point this week and just and and just withdraw all the money out of my out of my accounts, to be honest with you, because um, I don't want even the urge to bet on. Like I said, I'm fine right now. I haven't placed any sort of donkey bet on any of these weird sports that are available out there that they're putting in the menus right now. But again, we're we're only a few days into this talk to me in 10 days when I haven't had anything to bet on and nothing to watch on television and see if I haven't bet some sort of random rugby game or something. So I was just going to go take all the money out of my accounts to make sure that I wasn't doing stuff, you know, irresponsibly. I've been down that road when I was a, you know, a right at right when I turned 21, 22, where, you know, the urge of just betting for the sake of betting was there. And I was all I was kind of all into that. And uh, took me, did not take me long to learn that that is not the way to go about all of this. And so, you know, from about 23 on, I've been very strict with bankroll, very strict with how I go about all, all the stuff like that. And, and I don't want to fall into a pit that is, is only there because of a la a void that I feel in my heart, you know?
1: Yeah, that's smart. And, and what the, what the books like DraftKings and FanDuel are doing, which is nice is offering us different ways to at least play some free contests to have something invested in something. And we're seeing some nice innovation on that side of it too. See that
0: transition I just did there. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. Look at you. There is a, there's a nice way to, to, to look at some of these. I mean, if you're into, I don't even watch any of these like shows or any of these things that these, uh, that these other DFS contests are, are available. Are you, like, do you, do you have, do you have any interest in these things?
1: So I had I'd never watched Survivor until my wife started watching Survivor. So there are now Survivor contests on <clears throat> both DraftKings and FanDuel. I will be watching tonight with my lineups okay. or my, 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 right. my prop picks by my side. We're seeing other TV shows. We saw DraftKings run some uh, Democratic debate. Props the other night. I'm not sure anybody was really watching that because of the uh, <laughs> all of the coronavirus stuff that was going on that night. But they are there are ways now that these uh, these books are keeping people engaged and coming back to the sports book, coming back to the DFS site, even though there's nothing really for money uh, to play right now. We're just you know bringing people back to the site, saying right. don't forget us. We're still here.
0: No, absolutely, and I think that this is you know, smart from these guys. I think that this is. You know, look, it gives people distracted like we talked about. It is it's a weird time right now because a lot of this is just we're still sitting in so much unknown with what's going on out there. And so to have at least a little bit of a distraction, I know that we hear this all the time, that sports can be a distraction from everyday life and that sports can be an escape from reality that's going on in the world. But one, it's true. So without sports out there, at least they are offering different ways. I mean, there are people who are super in to all of these shows and all these things, you know, I mean, there are people who are who are live and die by the way that these shows are going to go. And so the popularity speaks for themselves. The ratings speak for themselves. And so for them to come out and and again, these are these are basically just for fun contests that you can actually win stuff, but you're not paying to enter these contests. It's just to give them, giving you an offering to help you kind of kill the time and maybe put some interest back. In things that are going on, like you said, hell, here you are. I mean, it's a way for it's a way for you to enjoy a show that you know that you're going to have to watch anyway that you weren't necessarily all that into it's also an entry point for people
1: who don't normally bet on anything to have some interest in a survivor or a top chef. I mean, I told my wife about this. My wife plays a little DFS, but I told my wife about this, the, the the survivor contest on FanDuel and and DraftKings, she's all excited about it. She's going to play. It's something that it's, you know, some kind of competition that, that you can add to the, the viewing experience. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, the innovation is, is the most interesting part to me. We ran a story on Monday about, uh, Awesomeo.com. It's a DFS content and training site, and what they're doing right now, uh, they found a creative way to engage with their audience by simulating NBA 2K games that would that would have been on the schedule. Oh no, it was it's like all time games, like all the all time greatest teams they're pitting against each other, and then streaming the games on YouTube, and they have. Betting contests, prop contests for uh, each game. There's going to be a big bracket. I mean, this is what <laughs> this is what people are doing to keep their audience engaged, and it's it's kind of silly. It sounds stupid, but it's fun. Like I actually have watched some of this because right. there's nothing else going on right now. So uh, they, you know, they call it filling the void. In some ways, it does. And now we've seen we've seen Fanduel doing its own NBA uh, NBA simulated. Contests—it's free to play. They've got prizes every day. I won a dollar twenty-five last night playing. So I mean, this look—it's—it's—it's silly. On a normal, regular day before all of this, this would have sounded stupid. But this is where we are right now. We're just trying to find ways to. Keep ourselves entertained and distracted a little bit from what's going on.
0: The last few days, the big the big thing to be the distraction is just the NFL in general. And as we mentioned, there are markets available at all the major sports books. If you go to DraftKings, FanDuel, Fox Bet, BetMGM, and again, if you're going to do that, head over to the lines. If you need to sign up for an account at any of those places, uh, very best. Sign up bonuses you're going to find online anywhere, but they have the NFL draft stuff up and that is going to be I imagine they are going to see handle on the NFL draft like they have never seen before, Brett. And this is going to be something else if you're looking at what you're able to bet on already. First overall pick, second overall pick, team to draft player, player draft position. So an over under on let's call it where Tua is going to be drafted uh, first round draft picks by position, the over under on number of quarterbacks that are going to be drafted. We'll look at kind of like the different, uh, the, the different picks by position, the first cornerback that'll be drafted, the first defensive lineman, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all out there. Chase Young's draft position over under is available at FanDuel over at Fox Bet. Same deal, you can take a look. First tight end that's going to be drafted, first running back, first offensive lineman, these are all available there as well. And same thing over at uh BetMGM as well. So if you are on the East Coast and you're interested in these things, Brett, I mean, the first thing we always say, one, it doesn't cost any money to sign up for any of these accounts at these multiple books. And so head over to the lines, click on the the link right there on the thing, sign up for that. You're going to get a sign-up bonus if you ever do decide to play on any of these sites, but the odds vary. And granted, we all know Joe Burrow's going number one overall, but, you know, say you did want to put some money down on that. At BetMGM, he's minus 5,000 to go number one overall. But if you go over to FanDuel, he's minus minus, uh, 2,200, you know? So it's like if you, you know, again, If you wanted to bet 2200 to win 100, if you got that type of bankroll, I mean, that's a massive, massive difference between just those two books right there. And there's a difference between FanDuel and DraftKings and FanDuel and Foxbet, where both of those are sitting at minus 2500 on Burrow, where he's at 2200 sitting there on FanDuel. So, uh, you know, these these draft props, they're only going to get bigger as far as what's available out there. They are probably we are probably going to see an unprecedented amount of draft props available this year because, Brett, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be the only thing of the major four sports in the U.S. because one thing we did mention at the top, the UFC has been suspended as well. Uh, So there's not going to be any boxing either here in the United States. So it's it's going to be the NFL draft or bust. And so I can't imagine the number of props we're going to see for this. And you should definitely be shopping the lines if you're if you're looking to get involved.
1: Yeah. And that's why we will be doing all of the content around it. There's just so many ways to bet on the draft, probably more time or more, more, more options this year than ever before. Well, certainly, but um, yeah, we'll be covering it every way possible uh, because really for a lot of people, like I said, this will be the first action that betters will have in some time. It's an actual sweat on a sport in a league they care about. And even though it's not a game, the stakes are high for each of these picks. So there will be that connection uh, for betters who might be, passing the time right now on sports or games that they don't care about, like we talked about with the, the Turkish soccer. Don't bet on Turkish soccer. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, st- we, look, we're still a month away from the draft, but, yeah, we're going to be dissecting everything we can around the draft. It is the next big event uh, on the calendar right now, and uh, we'll be talking to a lot of operators and NFL draft analysts leading up to it. So it'll be uh, at least something fun for us to do over the next month.
0: And the NFL offseason rolls on, so the NFL has continued to, uh, you know, go ahead with their league year. And it depends depends on who you talk to whether they think it was a good idea or a bad idea. Brett, I'm kind of indifferent on the whole thing because I mean, what does it really? Again, I, I, I guess because I'm looking at this from the long term here, and so they postpone it a month or whatever. Like I, I, it's kind of like we were saying at the top. Like I don't think we're out of the woods here with this whole thing at the end of 30 days. So. I think kicking the can down the road, I don't know if it really accomplishes all that much anyway. So with them just going on with what they're doing and it's not a deal where there's people gathered together and it's not a a fan event as it is anyway. So people signing in free agency, I don't know. I I don't seem to have a problem with it. Am I just being crazy here?
1: No, I have no problem with it either. As long as people are not put in positions where they are exposed, then I, I have no
0: problem with that. So we've had some big news come across with that and some things that have affected how maybe you're going to look at this NFL season and certainly how we are going to be pre-season, uh, handicapping the preseason, handicapping these teams and looking at the various win totals, looking at how we think that these teams could actually make a run when it comes to uh, the Super Bowl and their division titles and things uh, things like that. The biggest move, I think, that, that hit first was, well, the one that had the biggest jaw drop was just the fact that uh, Tom Brady came out and said that he was going to be moving on from the New England Patriots. Then the speculation started. Well, where will he land? What, what's the best fit? What's he looking for here? All said and done, he's going to land in Tampa Bay as opposed to the Chargers. Those ended up being the two teams that were really in contention for his services after Philip Rivers signed to play for the Colts. So Tom Brady to Tampa and Brett, I I, you know, I was having this discussion with some of my friends awful, uh, you know, just amongst ourselves. And they were like, why wouldn't you go to the Chargers? You live in L.A., you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, if he wants to have the best chance to to try and win a Super Bowl, maybe you go to the Chargers. But at the same time, you're in the same division with the Chiefs. You're 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 still in a state like California, where their state income tax is so incredibly high and the choice between that and going to Florida where there's no state income tax, you're still in a warm weather climate and you get the weapons that he's going to get when he steps under center in Evans, Godwin, Howard, Brate, whoever they sign at running back, because apparently the rumor is that they're looking to upgrade that position as well. I mean, you know, if he's just going, hey, let's play in some warm weather, let's have some fun, let's sling the ball around. Uh, you know, I, I'm I get it. Why he chose Tampa at the end of the day?
1: I guess I did not see this coming, man, and I, I know oddsmakers didn't as well. When these when this market first opened, that where where Tom Brady was going to sign or, or take his first snap, you could get the bucks as high as like a hundred to one. I saw a better post yesterday. Uh, his tickets on Twitter. He placed uh, two bets at Resorts Resorts Casino in Atlantic City. One for fifty to one. And then he took another one, forty to one, for five hundred dollars each. If Tom Brady takes that first snap for Tampa, that's forty-six grand on a one, or a one thousand dollars. So I mean, it's 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 crazy. I I did not see this happening. Uh, kudos to whoever is out there and saw this. I know we talked about this uh, quite a bit a few weeks ago, and I I didn't see him landing anywhere. But New England, I just didn't mm-hmm. looking at, you know, the system that he's been a part of for so long, the, the fit of that offense. It's going to be interesting to see how he does fit in with Arians. I mean, this is a guy who really has no arm left and has relied on the system uh, that they've mastered in New England for a long time. It's um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure about this.
0: I can tell you this. What it has done is you are looking if you go over to DraftKings right now, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. It is the Baltimore Ravens. It is the San Francisco 49ers. It's the New Orleans Saints. And then it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you are looking at Super Bowl odds right now, plus 600 on the Chiefs, 750 on the Ravens, 900 on the Niners, 1400 on the Saints. And the Bucs come in at 1700. That is shorter odds than the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the Packers. The Vikings and so on and so forth. So you can see the Tom Brady effect really, really quickly over at DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: That is a lot of people coming in late to the party, jumping on Tampa Bay. <laughs> you could get them 50 to 1 uh, after Super Bowl 54 ended last month at DraftKings. They were 40 to 1 last week amid rumors that Brady would be leaving. And as of this podcast, yeah, you, I think they're as, as low as plus 1,200 in Vegas. I think I saw that this morning. And yeah, between 1,500 and 2,000 at online books around the country. That is absolute madness. That That is steam right there because it's the Bucks.
0: <laughs> it is the Bucks. If you think that they can tackle, uh, if you think they can topple the Saints, if you think they can topple the Falcons, looks like the Panthers are going to be in. Uh, rebuild mode. But if you think that you can, if they, if you think they can get ahead of the Saints and Falcons, you're not getting paid very much. Uh, Brett, it's plus 170 for the Bucks to win the NFC South, so you are not getting a very big return on the Bucks right there. Saints at minus 110, Falcons at six to one. Uh, if I'm if I'm throwing a flyer at there, which again, if you guys listen to this podcast long enough, you know I don't really bet these futures way out in advance like that. I don't like to have my money locked up. But I mean, if I had to bet this thing, I would just bet the Falcons at six to one before I would ever Same. bet the Bucks at at one seventy or the Saints at one, at minus one ten.
1: I think the Falcons are maybe not great value now, but as we get closer to the season, they they they're going to have to make some moves. I think uh, to be in contention with with the Saints, but. Yeah, at that price, I I can definitely get behind the Falcons.
0: Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins gets traded to the Arizona Cardinals. We have David Johnson heading to Houston as well as as some uh, swapping of picks right there. But DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, You look at this team here and then you kind of look at what they with Kenyon Drake, adding him, what they did at running back. And listen, yeah, they're going to have to figure out some stuff on defense. There's no doubt about that. But you look at this offense now, Brett, with a year under Kyler Murray's belt, you bring in a top 10 wide receiver in all the NFL. You have a very, very good emerging wide receiver in Kirk that really flashed and showed a lot of promise when he was healthy. And you have that veteran leadership there in Fitzgerald. He's not going to do a ton on the field, but, you know, talking to these young guys and keeping DeAndre Hopkins in check and all that. We know Larry Fitzgerald, one of the most respected players in all of the NFL. And then, you know, again, what we saw from Drake when he was actually featured in an offense last year. Cardinals might be must watch TV. Yeah,
1: they've got it. I think they need to address that offensive line a little bit more. They they weren't the worst. I mean, they've been the worst offensive line for years. They were improved last year. I think I saw this morning that PFF ranked them like 22nd in the league last year. So they are getting a little better up front. But that's it, protecting Murray and giving him some time to throw the football is going to be most important there. So I'm not... I'm not buying this team until they address some needs uh, where it really matters. And yeah, the defense is uh, not great, but a uh, big movement there on their futures.
0: Let's put it this way. It's going to be one of the more fantasy friendly teams. Absolutely.
1: In They're going to be all fun. of
0: that. Yeah, it's good. They're going to be one of the more fantasy friendly teams. There's no doubt about that. Bill O'Brien just getting absolutely destroyed for all of this in Houston as he should be because it was a terrible trade and this guy has just proven time and time again that he's clueless. But uh, let's move on to Buffalo here where you have gotten an upgrade at the wide receiver position. I sent you a message. I thought you'd be happy. You said, ah, I'm kind of indifferent about this whole thing. Stefan Diggs gets traded to the Buffalo Bills. Now, I think that everybody, in, everybody and their mother knew Buffalo's number one concern in this offseason season was to upgrade the wide receiver position. You have a quarterback on a rookie contract. We all know that that's the window that everyone tries to hit. And as far as like really advancing the, uh, the, the talent around that quarterback so that you can go ahead and, and try to make a run. I think Buffalo saw with Brady leaving, that this was an opportunity to also try and make a run in that division that has been locked up for so many years now. And I'll put it this way. And you and I had talked about this a little bit back and forth, but if you get good Stefan Diggs, if you get happy Stefan Diggs, if you don't get the guy that's screaming on the sidelines or whatever, if you get a guy who feels like he's getting enough target share, which as they sit right now, he should get a massive, uh, a massive target share there in Buffalo, though I think they still will address that wide receiver position in the draft as well, but now only have to probably look at it more in the second and third round. Um, Stefan Dix to Buffalo certainly is intriguing. And again, in a division now, no Tom Brady. We saw the Patriots kind of start to fall off a little bit and look old and look a little bit stale last year as it was anyway. Uh, pretty interesting for this Bills team, your Bills team.
1: Yeah, the trade didn't get me excited initially just because we saw a lot of the bad Stefan Diggs last year when he wasn't happy. So, I mean, that is always going to stay in my mind. I also didn't, I felt like they were giving up too much. Like, the cost of the acquisition didn't sit well with me. But I understand and respect what Brandon Bean and the Bills are doing. Like, the Patriots are crumbling before our eyes. Brady is gone. Van Noy, Jamie Collins, gone. We talked all last year about how this team was already among the worst in the NFL in terms of on-field talent. What are they going to be what are they going to be left with going into this season? This might be the worst roster in the NFL outside of maybe Jacksonville. Miami might have a better team. That's not even a joke. Like Miami's making several nice additions even before free agency opened this week. And yeah, meanwhile the Bills Finally, have some of these absurd contracts off the books, and they are buyers in this off season. They're putting together a pretty scary roster, and I think before we know it, Buffalo is going to be the favorite to win that division for the first time since I can remember. And yeah,
0: that, that's true, that's and that's it. that's basically where they need to like. That's a point we should probably drive home that if you do like this Bills team, you're still getting plus money on them right now. Yeah. It's still plus one seventy five. Patriots are sitting at minus one ten, but I'm I'm with you. I think once the dust settles here and the smoke clears and the draft happens and people see that the bills upgrade at a couple of need positions in the draft as well. And then they look at that Patriots roster up and down. It would not surprise me the least bit to see those numbers flip and the bills actually become a minus in this yeah. AFC East where the Patriots end up becoming a plus money team.
1: I'm not ready to say that the AFC East supremacy is over because it is still Belichick. He's right. still at the helm, but I honestly don't know if he can overcome the lack of even mediocre football players that he's working with. That, that roster is awful right now.
0: And, and that's certainly something that we have to, that we really and truly have to have to take into account here. That is just, you know, we've, we've said time and time again, you and I was like, man, this guy's just a wizard. He continues to do this over and over and over and over again. But now with that stability at the quarterback position gone, you have to think that there is going to finally be a a decent amount of regression. And you're actually seeing that even in the win totals over at DraftKings as well. New England Patriots, nine and a half win totals. We've seen this team in double digits, Brett, every single year. It seems like for the last decade, as far as win total sitting at nine and a half right now, which is only one win ahead of where the Bills are sitting right now, which is eight and a half. So that lets you know just how closely the odds makers have that sitting right now and that bills if you want that over eight and a half as well juiced to minus 125 so the bills already catching some uh, money on them
1: yeah uh, if you if you like the bills i would say get in on them now i, I think people are going to finally recognize how, how poor this patriots uh, roster is and who knows who knows i mean we may see the patriots just full-on tank this year that's a, that's the a type of thing that bill belichick will realize that he's not going to win this year and just Tank for what, Trevor Lawrence? Can right. you imagine? Right. I mean, that that's something that he I, I would not put that out of the realm of possibility that he he could just do that. So, yeah, it's uh, strange times in the NFL because uh, I think that it's fair to say that the Patriots dynasty is uh, is over. I, I don't I don't know if they, they could still I think they could still win the AFC East this year just because it is Belichick, but I I do not see them in in the race for an, uh, another Super Bowl.
0: The other thing that's going to be weird whenever the first snap is taken in the season is looking under center for the Indianapolis Colts, where you were going to see Philip Rivers as the quarterback there. We knew that he had already broken up with the Chargers over there, moved out of the state, moved across the country. We knew he was going to be playing elsewhere. It became pretty obvious that the Colts were going to be the most likely suitor. And with that, he does end up landing there. Brett, this is a team you and I for the last two seasons. I know we've had this discussion where we were like, man, you know, you kind of look at this Colts roster and you think this, this is a team that if things go right, could actually make some noise. And then, you know, things just have not gone right for them over the last couple of years, certainly exceeded expectations last year where they were still in the thick of things late in the year. But the uh, Titans ultimately end up taking the AFC South and, and we, and the Texans as well, both making the playoffs. And so you look at this division here with the Colts, the Titans, and the Texans. You have three different teams here, all short odds. Colts at 150, Titans at 160, Texans at 300 to win that division. Uh, Jaguars way, way down at 14 to one. uh, Pretty much a full rebuild there for this uh, Jacksonville team. But three interesting teams there. The Titans re-signed Ryan Tannehill, so they have stability. At quarterback they use the franchise tag in order to secure the running back position as well and so they are going to try to kind of come back with the same team that made a run last year the colts make a big 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 sign at quarterback and here's the thing like you and i i think both know that we see these quarterbacks as they start to age and we see that they're certainly on the decline but then i have to take a step back and say But is this still an upgrade over what was going on in Indianapolis? And while Jacoby Brissett, I think, is a very fine backup in this league. And if he's he's a guy that you have to turn to because you got an injury or, you know, a surprise retirement like we saw, then yes, then this is certainly, you know, he's a great, great person to have on your roster. But I don't think he's an upper tier starter in this league. So as far as if I'm trying to look at this objectively from a Colts standpoint, no Colts fan standpoint. Is it an upgrade to have Philip Rivers under center? I think the answer is unequivocally yes.
1: See, I don't don't know. I look at this and I don't see that much of an upgrade from Jacoby Brissett, but Rivers does bring experience and certainly accuracy. Accuracy. Yes. Also some fire. I mean, that guy plays with passion. So I, and I, I don't think they got that with Jacoby Brissett. So yeah, I, it It is an upgrade. I don't know how much it is yet. The big move for, for the Colts, I think, was bringing in DeForest Buckner from that ferocious 49ers front. That's a big one for them, and that'll help out with their that defense that was just obliterated uh, on the ground last year. So, yeah, the Colts are interesting. They're also seeing some steam, and they're up to, I think, plus 2,800 to win the Super Bowl. Um, and meanwhile, you've got the Texans. Uh, their odds just plummeting after they traded away Hopkins and um, yeah, it, it's it's and you know you got the Titans in here as well with the the re-signing of, of Tannehill and their odds. They I I think I read uh, Jeff Sherman over at the Westgate saying they've gotten no action on the Titans at all. I think they're the odds over at the Westgate are sixty to one for the Titans right now, which I was blew me away because I think they're thirty to one in most of the books here over on the East Coast. So again, uh, be shopping around because. The the odds here early on are, are kind of all over the
0: place. Win total sitting at exactly the same for the Colts wow. and the Titans, both at eight and a half on the season. I have a lean towards the over on the Colts. I just again, I don't bet these win totals early in. I just don't like my money being locked up. But, yeah. you know, if we if I was going to, I would take a lean towards the over. I mean, you know, you assume two wins at the very least in the division right there. And then, you know, a, a split maybe between the other teams as well. And now you've only got to come up with three, you know, three additional wins somewhere along the way to kind of get you there. So uh, yeah, I, I look at, I look at how this, uh, this team is constructed. I mean, last year it was just so evident so many times that it was just the accuracy issues with Jacoby Brissett was really holding back and hamstring in that offense. I mean, there were so many times T Y Hilton would break open and Brissett was just could not get him the ball. And, you know, the one thing we can say about that, it's a weird shot put motion. And it is it looks like you don't have any idea. He has no mobility whatsoever. And you you don't know how he makes it happen. But Philip Rivers is pretty damn accurate and has been pretty damn accurate for a long time. And we even saw last year on the deep ball, especially to Mike Williams, several different times throughout the course of the year, just putting it right on the money. So him and a healthy T.Y. Hilton could be a pretty damn interesting combination.
1: Big question mark there with with Ty's health. He's getting a little older, can't stay healthy. They need they need Paris Campbell to really step yeah. in this year and, and be more of an option, and maybe uh, get one of these receivers in the draft as well. I mean, there's a Jerry Juder, there's a C.D. Lamb. I think the Colts are picking in the mid teens, so the, one of those guys might might be there. So if there's. Some excitement here for sure with the Colts. I love what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, they could certainly be a contender. I, I've loved this team for years, like you said, so uh, I'm not jumping off. Them this yet. is
0: a it's a good it's a good point you make with them going after receiver early in the draft. Because listen, you don't make this signing of Philip Rivers for the long term. It's a one year deal. Yeah. They are this is a hey we're going to try to win this year. You know, like we are going to try to win now. And so if that's the case, yeah, you got to put another weapon around him. And you got to go and and try to get this done. And so uh, I I agree with you there 100%. A couple of other things just to bring up, and we won't spend near as much time talking about, but the Raiders signed Marcus Mariota. Could this be the end of the line for Derek Carr there in, well, the newly, I was going to say up in Oakland, no, here in Las Vegas, actually, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, uh, for Derek Carr? That Nick Foles gets traded to the Bears. Is this the end of the Trubisky era over there? Bridgewater signs with the Panthers where does Cam Newton go we know that they have given him the the okay to seek a trade so this is some pretty interesting kind of shakeups as well I mean certainly not to the level of a Philip Rivers and a Tom Brady going to teams Brett but you know listen Mariota the Raiders does is he really signing there if he's going to be a backup is Foles to the Bears if they're going to trade for him that probably is the sign that they're looking to replace Mitchell Trubisky, we know Teddy Bridgewater to the to the Panthers means that Cam Newton is gone. Where does he end up now? So there are still some things to to be decided here.
1: All I have to say is thank you NFL that we actually have this stuff to talk about right now. Like I'm I was just thinking about like what this podcast would sound like if we didn't have the NFL to talk about it's right true. now. Like it's at least true. at least we have all of this. This is great. Um yeah, I, I, I can't see Mariota sitting on the bench. I think he will. I think he will win the starting job there, or maybe just have it handed to him. Um, the Nick Foles thing, I, 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 whatever. I mean, I, it, that's not a move that does anything for them. So I, I I don't really understand it. As bad as Trubisky is, like, what has Nick Foles shown us over a law lo- a large sample? I just I don't get that. Um, the one the one piece that i'm really waiting to see is where or who the patriots have under center um right could it just be a swap with Jameis? i don't i i can't picture Jameis and belichick working so i i I could see like an andy dalton there um which would be pretty interesting but yeah a lot of pieces still uh to go and hopefully by by the time we meet next week we'll uh, have a little more clarity about the quarterback situation
0: yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we will definitely have at least something else to to talk about. There's no no doubt about that. I mean, we're looking here at we're 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 looking here at some of these things that are already popping up to go bet. I mean, one of the things that they allow you to do over at Fox Bet, you know, you can like give them a bet, and if they like it, they'll like make odds for you or something. And so, if you go under the NFL season custom bets tab over on Fox Bet, you can go ahead and and start to bet some of these exotics that have been out there and. You know, one of the ones, Brett, is the Patriots and the Texans both to, both to miss the playoffs, plus 400. Bills and Cardinals both to make the playoffs, plus 340. Tom Brady to score two-plus rushing touchdowns in the regular season, plus 110. I mean, so they're already throwing up uh, a lot of things. Brady to be awarded the uh, the the Super Bowl MVP is sitting at 25 to 1 right now over at Foxbet. So if you want to bet on Tom Brady having a massive season and then winning the Super Bowl in, I might add, what would be their home stadium cuz Tampa the Tampa is the host of the Super Bowl this year. No quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl in his home stadium, but uh Tom Brady could, I guess in theory, be the first to do that. You can get 25 to 1 on that just some uh, pretty interesting things. I mean, for whatever reason, the the you can bet on, and it's only one of them available, Brett. But you can bet on the Super Bowl exact matchup will be the Eagles versus the Steelers, and you get plus <laughs> ten thousand on that. So your hundred bucks will bring you back ten thousand if you think the Eagles and the Steelers will uh, will play in the championship. I guess you know this is them catering to their their new crowd there in Pennsylvania when uh when Fox uh, when Foxbet opened in in Pennsylvania when things got going, but. Uh, those are all available over there if y'all if y'all want to take a look at those as well. But we have some just interesting, I mean, man, just some very interesting things going on here and some pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting deals if you want to look at even just the regular season MVP odds that are still out there. I mean, if you want to bet some of these dogs as opposed to the favorites, I mean, of course, you know where the favorites are going to lie. Mahomes and, and Lamar Jackson and even Russell Wilson are all under 10 to 1. But, you know, Dak Prescott at 20 to 1. Uh, Drew Brees at 20 to one Matt Ryan should they be able to come out of that division and do something at 35 to one there are some interesting you know longer shots if you are if you're that type of person that likes to throw some cash at these super long shots in these uh, futures bets
1: well, I mean betting MVP long shots has worked out pretty well lately hasn't it I mean Lamar Jackson was about 60 to one right last year right. <laughs> some books so yeah I mean, Josh I, Allen I totally 66 admit.
0: to one my friend oh boy Josh Allen, 66 to one. Should the bills make a run? 66 to one, baby. I could see it.
1: I mean, he's a likable kid. And now with these weapons, if they win 12 games and I, I,
0: I know, right?
1: 66 never, to one, never
0: 66. He'd, he to would one. be one of the,
1: one of the longer shots that I would actually look at because if, when, when he is good, he, he looks phenomenal. So, I mean, you know, and he, he has looked better each of the past two years. And so. we
0: don't again, We don't think it could happen, but I'm just going to throw this out there. You and I both really, really do like the talent that are, that is on the Colts. If they add one of these stud wide receivers to go along with T Y Hilton, you're looking at Phillip rivers at 125 to one. If If he gets them to the playoffs,
1: like gets them a buy in the playoffs, right. Right? Like they had,
0: they haven't been there since Manning. So Maybe I know. I know. I mean, 125 to one on a guy that's going to be quarterbacking a team that we think is the favorite to win their division and has the talent to make some noise. I don't know, man. 125 to one. Again, if I was a if I was a dude that bet those type of bets, uh, Philip Rivers at 125 to one would be one that I would I would feel pretty neat having that in my account anyway, even if it was just a even if it was just a $50 bet, you
1: know? Yeah, that'd be a fun little sweat for the season. Yeah,
0: because I mean, it's a team that we both think is going to be good and certainly should only add some weapons around him to help with his statistics with everything when it's all said and done. But again, going to be tons of NFL draft content from us guys. Uh, be sure to visit the lines as you know, as often as humanly possible. We know you're going to be sitting around, so we're going to try to put out just tons of content to keep you up to date on everything that's going on. If you want to escape for a little while. We're certainly going to try and help with that. Going to be making a bunch of videos as well to talk about all of these different props that are available to Brett and I going to carve out some time to do some dual videos. So it's not just me talking head stuff going on. We'll uh, we'll be able to kind of discuss a little bit in further detail of what we think of some of these props and how they could break down as well. So uh, you'll be you'll be seeing Brett and I both on some of these videos and you can find all those on the lines as well as our YouTube page as well. So be sure and. Uh, stay safe out there guys and you know just use some common sense because i think we can all do our part to kind of to kind of get this thing behind us as soon as humanly possible and try to get back to some form of normalcy uh here in the coming months and and you know hopefully hopefully it doesn't affect you and yours but uh you know if it does we'll be thinking about you guys out there for sure um for brett i'm matt talk to you guys next week